Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 15th episode of my podcast called Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet. Welcome on back to the show. It is wild that we are on the 15th episode. And I'm so excited to keep trucking and I'm so excited for some of the stuff that's going to be coming up because this show is honestly just so much fun to produce and it's so much fun for me to sit here and talk every Wednesday about music that I have been listening to and about music that I genuinely care about. Thank you for listening and and thank you for being here for the 15th episode. So wild. I hope everyone had a good week. I know I had a pretty good week this week. Although it was probably one of my sweatiest weeks that I've ever had. I am ready for the fall weather and I am ready for spooky season. Although spooky season is year round, as my friend Kat says, I'm excited for the rest of the world to realize that it is spooky season. Some pretty exciting stuff happening in the music world. Little Nas X announced his debut album, Ontario. The Butter remix with Megan the Stallion is out too, which is super weird. You'd never expect BTS and Megan the Stallion to collab, but yet here we are. In more controversial news, Kanye West released his a new album. I have not listened to it. I will not listen to it. But it's wild that that man is still making music to me. A little update on our girl Orla Gartland. She has reached number three on the iTunes chart in Ireland. So she's been celebrating over there in her home country. Super cute, super exciting. Good for her. Her debut album is so good. If you still haven't listened to it, what are you doing here? Because that debut album is all I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. And even more exciting news, ABBA is teasing the release of new music, ABBA in the world of 2021. What is that going to sound like? We're definitely going to have to wait and see. They're either going to be releasing a new album or they're going to be going on like a weird hologram tour too. So that is going to be super fun to see. Last week, you got a little bit of a break from kind of whatever rock music funk I was in. I talked about this really new up-and-coming artist, Dayglow, who is also a Texan, and his music is very pop and indie pop focused. But this week, we are back into the rock music world. I don't know what is up with me lately. This is just what's been happening. But we are talking about Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet, and I have to come clean here. This song is once again a song from TikTok. I am so sorry. I feel like I am not credible as a music podcast because half of the songs on this podcast are because I saw it in a TikTok. And I'm sorry. This is Hannah's podcast, so you're going to be dealing a lot with the mainstream. Some of my artists are not mainstream. You know, some of them are genuinely small. And that's fine because... This is, the podcast is called Hannah's Song of the Week, and this is Hannah's kind of music. If you're not into it, I guess you don't have to listen, but you're here anyway, so you should listen. Anyway, so once again, this song came off of TikTok. I mean, it didn't come off of TikTok because this song is on 
Greta Van Fleet's most recent album. But for me, I saw this on TikTok because a live performance of Greta Van Fleet kind of went viral on TikTok. And a lot of people were kind of poking fun at the way the lead singer, Josh, who I'll talk more about in the bio, but they were kind of making fun of the way he sings. And it is kind of funny. It's it's interesting. It's different. The, the band is definitely very eccentric. And when you think of like rock music, they're the perfect face for it. But that video that got viral wasn't this song. It was a different song. And so then I think people just started like looking into Greta Van Fleet and they started actually falling in love with the music. And so now I'm on the Greta Van Fleet side of TikTok. So I've been hearing a lot of different audios and a lot of different songs and Heat Above was one of them. And I've got to be honest, but Greta Van Fleet is spectacular. Like they're pretty big now and I think they've got a lot of traction in especially the rock world, but maybe not like the mainstream hits billboard world you could say but they are phenomenal artists like they are so good at what they do they know what they like they know what they want to do and they do it they just do it so well and their music to me not confusing but so interesting because it sounds like you took a rock song from the 70s and you literally put it in 2021 like every time i listen to greta van fleet i feel like i went in a time capsule almost but there is something about them that is so modern as well i don't know what it is maybe it's because it is 2021 so you kind of look at this music in a kind of a more modern lens or maybe it's because they're really young so you kind of see it that way too or maybe it's just because of the message of their songs or don't have much of a 70s theme i have no idea but for some reason it feels like you're time traveling but it also feels like you're not at the same time this sounds really confusing but if you listen to their music it'll 100 make sense so i mentioned that i found this song off of tiktok but this is actually not the first time that i've heard of Greta Van Fleet. Haha. So at least I don't have to apologize for that, okay? So the first time I actually heard of Greta Van Fleet was when they came to ACL for the first time when they were touring their first debut album. So what I... I haven't done this this year yet. I definitely should get on it. Normally for ACL is I take the lineup and then I make a playlist out of it. I go through the big artists and the medium artists. You know, I don't really look at like the really smaller artists and put them on there. So that year that they were coming to ACL, I obviously put a couple of songs on the playlist. So when I listen to the playlist, I'm able to figure out which artists I want to see and maybe even find new artists that I want to follow. And I've actually found a lot of new artists that way. Hyam, I found them that way. St. Vincent, I found her that way. It really works. I should definitely get on it for this year. When Greta Van Fleet came to ACL, I heard them on that playlist and I was like, what the heck is this? I believe I put Highway Tune on that playlist. It was their biggest song of that time and I think still their biggest song to this day. But I was like, this song, I was like, what is this song? And why does it sound like it came right out of the 70s or the 80s? But I really actually enjoyed it a lot and I enjoyed their music a lot. After I heard them on that playlist, I went to their artist page, you know, and listened to them a little bit more. So I got to see them at ACL, but I didn't really get to see them. Like I didn't experience them. I just kind of, I was in the back I think because I was waiting for someone else or just came from someone else. So I was just kind of in the back listening to them. But after you listen to the song for today and maybe check out some of their more music, you have to go listen to some live performances because these are one of the artists where they sound just like the recordings, maybe even better. And another thing I really love about Greta Van Fleet is they have an amazing aesthetic. Like they are so eccentric 
And if you were to picture a rock and roll man from the 70s, that's them. And I absolutely love Josh's aesthetic because he has like this short curly hair mullet. They just, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing and they know who their audience is. So you have a little bit of a background on them now, but I'm going to go more into their bio and kind of how they formed. So that way you can get a little bit more of a feel of them before we go into the song Heat Above. So they are an American rock band from Frankenmuth, Michigan. They were formed in 2012. Their current members are the Kisika brothers. I think that's how you pronounce that. It's K-I-S-Z-K-A. But yeah, but there's three brothers. Josh, who is the lead vocals. Jake, who plays the guitar. And Sam, who plays bass guitar. Josh and Jake are actually twins. And then Sam is their younger brother. And then their drummer, Danny Wagner, is a good friend of theirs. And what I had no idea about before I looked it up, but they are all in their early 20s. I think the youngest one is 20, oldest maybe 22 or 23. And that is really insane to me that they're my age. I thought they were a lot older. Not old, old, but older than young adult. But I guess the young make music. So the band name Greta Van Fleet came from when one of their founding members, Kyle Hawk, heard a relative mention the name Gretna Van Fleet, who was a resident of Frankenmuth, their hometown. So they took Gretna Van Fleet's name and they turned it into their band name, Greta Van Fleet, and their use of this variation was done with her permission too which is really sweet. And a funny little tidbit is that she says that the band's music is not her type, but she supports the band and thinks they're very talented. So that's very sweet of her. During this time in 2012 and 2013, they recorded three songs, Cloud Train, Highway Tune, and Standing On. And then Hawk was forced to leave the band around 2013, but was replaced by the brother's good friends, Danny Wagner. And those are the members today. On January 17th, 2016, the song Highway Tune started getting traction. It was used in TV shows, and I believe some video games. And their debut EP, Black Smoke Rising, was released in 2017. Also in 2017, they won Best New Artist at the Loudwire Music Awards. And the group performed at Elton John's Academy Award Party in 2018 at the host's request. Could you imagine being requested to perform at Elton John's award party by Elton John. Super awesome. And then after the set, Elton John actually recommended to them that the band get more dramatic and flamboyant with their performance and wardrobe. And I think they took Elton John's advice to heart. On July 26th, the band made their TV debut on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. And their debut album, Anthem of the Peaceful Army, was released on October 19th, 2018. The name of this album was actually taken from the title of a poem. In 2018, they were nominated for four Grammy Awards, so Best New Artist, Best Rock Performance for Highway Tune, Best Rock Song for Black Smoke Rising, and Best Rock Album. And they won Best Rock Album. In 2019, they performed on SNL, and on December 4th, 2020, they released their second studio album, The Battle at Garden's Gate. And this is where the song for this week Heat Above is the first track off of this album. So their music has been categorized as hard rock and blues rock, 
And the three brothers grew up listening to their parents' vinyls, which included folk and blues music. You can totally see this influence in the songs that they write today. They stated they never tried to write rock music. They, In fact, they wanted to write folk music, but rock music just came out when they all played together. And they are often compared to Led Zeppelin. If you are a Zeppelin fan, then Highway Tune will sound very similar to Immigrant Song. And Josh's voice is compared to Robert Plant's, although he said his singing style came out one day when he was struggling to be heard over the rest of the band. So that's really funny. And you can totally see this because Josh's singing styles, we'll get into when we talk about Heat Above, all belt. It's very projected and it sounds good, I promise. What also surprised me while doing this little bio here is that they didn't have as much music as I believed they did. I guess starting in 2012, they haven't really been a band for too long. When I first heard them off of that playlist I made for ACL, I kind of assumed they were a band that had been together for a really long time, but also I assumed they were older too. So this kind of makes more sense that their discography is kind of limited to two hours albums and an EP. But that's also super exciting because you're kind of here in the early stages of their career and you'll be able to witness a lot more music in the future. So with that, we're going to get into the song Heat Above for this week. And now the best way for me to describe Heat Above is it is like a perfect rock ballad and not ballad in the sense of slow piano, like a slow journey ballad. I'm talking more like a rock and roll ballad that kind of reigns more on the folky side and is calmer than their big hit Highway Tune and focuses more on the acoustic guitar than it does on the electric guitar. So it is a really good rock and roll jam in that sense. So the song starts us off with a very soft keyboard chord and underneath it the keyboard plays kind of like a jazzy kind of scale and it honestly sounds like a church organ to me and I think that's really important for the theme of the song too but then we get the drum roll that comes in and the rock and roll drum beat comes along with it and this drop here at the beginning of the song feels so psychedelic. I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Across the Universe. That is like a movie musical with Beatles song. But honestly, this intro of Heat Above kind of reminds me of the vibe of that movie. Just very like hippie 70s, you know. And what's cool about this intro is it sounds a lot like old classic rock intros. They play a whole verse instrumentally before we even get into the lyrics. But that kind of gives us a nice intro and it kind of gives us a good understanding of what this music is going to sound like for the rest of the song. So then Josh comes in in the first verse and he sings, Sorrows of the earth, may our tears of rain wash down to bathe you. This is what life is worth when the fires still burn and rage all around. Now take a second, let that sink in, because the words of this song are so poetic. I'm going to keep saying this throughout this episode. Even the writing of their songs sound like they could be plucked from the 70s. And especially this song that kind of is about how the world is metaphorically and literally on fire and how we as humans need to spread love and cherish it. So there's a lot of kind of like metaphors and symbolism of this. I absolutely love the image of Mayor Tears of Rain. Tears of Rain, that just sounds so pretty. And wash down to bathe you. Bathe is such an interesting word choice here 
but it, it fits. And I just love how poetic they are. They're not very straight up. They're not very mundane with their lyrics. It is all kind of a poem and kind of like, where is the bigger picture here? Also attached to this verse, the melody line is so kind of ethereal and catchy. And on the part where he sings Tears of Rain, the vocal line actually descends. So there's this text painting there too that really add to the mood of the song. Then after this little tiny verse, we go into, I really don't know what to call this, but it comes after every single verse and it's not the chorus and it's not a pre-chorus because it doesn't lead into another chorus. So I've been calling it like a post-verse. So this little post-verse, it repeats every time, but after this little section, it says, can you hear that dreadful sound? Fire still burning on the ground. And this part is melodically different and it feels a little bit faster. And the drums honestly kind of give us a sense of this marching feel. In the next verse, you'll kind of see why. This part honestly really does sound like people kind of like marching to the fire still burning on the ground. Can you hear that dreadful sound? I'm not sure what the dreadful sound could be, but it could be the flames burning. It could be war. It could be just kind of like the sorrows of the earth that he introduced us in with this song. So then after that little post verse, we go into a second verse where he sings, Follow the fearsome sound as they march to battle, hear the drums pound. We do not fight for war, but to save the lives of those who do so. So this verse takes us into the war aspect of Sorrows of the Earth, which a lot of rock songs cover this idea of war. And I really like the line, we do not fight for war, because in war you fight. I enjoy that. He's very much a pacifist here. But I do like to acknowledge that he says, but to save the lives of those who do so. You don't support war as a whole, but you want to support veterans or people who have to fight for our country. So I thought that was really sweet, you know, kind of like separating those two ideas. But this second verse melodically is the same as the first verse, and it feels very heartfelt and it feels very sweet. And then after this second verse, we go into the post verse, like I mentioned earlier, and it is the same melody line and it's the same lyrical line. Can you hear that dreadful sound? Fire still burning on the ground. He changes it a little bit to keep you interested. So Josh, when he sings here, I don't know what it is, but he it's almost like a grunt on here. And he kind of like puts emphasis on that word. Can you hear that dreadful sound? When I heard it for the first time, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. So I had to mention it. And after this post verse, before we even go into the chorus, like before you even hear the chorus line of this song, there is a pretty long instrumental break. And what I enjoy about this instrumental break is that there's a very nice violin line. And I love when songs have strings, especially when rock songs have strings. I think strings add such an element to conventional music into rock music, into pop music. But then we finally get to go into the chorus here. And Josh sings, Can't you feel my love rising with the heat above? Life's the story of ascending to the stars as one. Once again, we come back to that very metaphorical and symbolic lyrical writing. So this whole song we've been talking about fire, he says, my love is rising with the heat above. Almost like his love is the sun shining or his love is coming out of these flames. It's really kind of like a beautiful and poetic way to look at it. And then life's the story of ascending to the stars as one. He's like, we live and then we die and we all die together. Like when we die, we're all the same. Just very, <laughs> just very poetic way to look at life and to look at love and to look at sorrow. And I want to take this time to talk about Josh's voice 
because this chorus is insane. Like the lyrical melody line here is absolutely insane. I wish that I could belt this high. His voice is so controlled and he can sing high notes that I can obviously reach, but for me, it's in like my head head voice. But then for him, he has such a controlled and mixed belt that it sounds just so mwah. It sounds so good. He sounds like such a rock star. So you probably won't be hearing me try to sing the melody line for you just because it's impossible to do. I cannot compete with Josh at all. He really also makes me feel seen with his vibrato too because he has a very fast-paced vibrato that shows up here in the song. I absolutely adore his voice and it is the most unique voice that I have ever heard. I could pick his voice out of a lineup basically. And it's really because of his vowels, I think. Like when he says above, he doesn't do like an uh kind of a thing. He goes, above. <laughs> you just really have to hear it to understand it. But after the chorus, after the insane singing, which insane singing is to come, in the third verse, the lyrics are, marching across the land is a peaceful army joining the band, walking hand in hand to an anthem loudly sung where they stand. So this third verse is pretty much about like unity and coming together. And I love the juxtaposition of peaceful army. Greta Van Fleet just paints a really good picture with their words. And it is said that they write songs together. So each of them kind of contribute to a song. So that's really cool. And this third verse obviously is the same melody line from the other verses. And this song honestly is very repetitive. You know, each little section of the song has their own melodic line, has their own drum beat and keyboard progression. But I think that's kind of the point of the song. This song is definitely based on Greta Van Fleet's kind of folky roots with their parents and the folk music that they listened to growing up. And within folk music, that's kind of the point, is to have songs that are very repetitive. But Josh takes a step further by adding things differently with his singing. So in this post-verse of the third verse, he sings, Can you hear that dreadful sound? Fire still burning on the ground. Once again, he puts another emphasis on here by doing that guttural grunt kind of a thing. But it's more. And it's more intense. So it's almost like he's kind of pushing this point even more. And even fire still burning on the ground is kind of more emphasized and is sung just a little bit differently than earlier. And after this, there is a substantial instrumental break here. The instrumental break from before was kind of short, but this one is like a solid minute. It focuses a lot on the keyboard and the guitar, and the guitar throughout this song is an acoustic guitar, so I think this instrumental break definitely has more of a folky vibe, and Josh even adds some ad-lib in this part. He does some la-la-las, he does some oohs, and these ad-libs are even higher than the words he's been singing. He's just incredible. His singing voice is incredible. And this whole instrumental break, I think, is supposed to be kind of building to the last statement of the chorus. And to bring us into the last chorus, the music cuts out and there's one hit on the drum, boom, and then beat dropped into the chorus where Josh sings, can you feel my love rising with the heat above? Life's the story of ascending to the stars as one. And this chorus is a little bit different too because he adds that little grunt, little flare that he added on here earlier into rising in this part. You know, he's just trying to put more emphasis into the song and change a little bit of the song through his singing. And then the outro of this song 
is very classic too. It is a minute long outro. You know how rock songs kind of never want to end. And Josh just kind of like screams and goes off and ad libs. And he really knows how to ad lib well. And not like an unnecessary amount of ad lib, but like the perfect amount that still contribute to the song. And the song just really does have like that perfect ending to a perfect classic rock kind of feel. So I'm just going to reiterate that with this band and with this song, it really does feel like you're traveling back in time. I almost feel like I'm traveling back in time to the hippie peace and love days and anti-war days. And everything about this band is so well-crafted to fit like this aesthetic. This aesthetic that the band never tried to achieve, but that it just organically happened between all of them, which I absolutely love. And I very much love the message of the song. I love the poetic feel of of the lyrics and I just love this very peace hippie kind of vibe we get with this song this connection to the sorrows of the earth and the spreading of love just a very good message so when I was trying to think of similar songs to Greta Van Fleet I was like well obviously any classic rock band sounds like Greta Van Fleet but then I was like I'm not equipped to talk about classic rock I love it I love rock music from the 80s from the 70s 60s but I'm not like an expert on it so I kind of felt weird trying to give similar songs from that area the similar songs today are kind of they do make sense but they're all kind of woo random if that made sense but the first song that I'm going to be suggesting today is literally anything by Led Zeppelin. And I know this is kind of me taking the easy way out, but it is accurate. It's almost like Greta Van Fleet copied and pasted some of Led Zeppelin's music. Like I said way back in the beginning of the episode, Greta Van Fleet still has this like modern edge or twist to it, so it's not a direct copy. I wouldn't even say it's like a love letter to Led Zeppelin because even the band themselves didn't know who Led Zeppelin was until later in high school. It's just more of like this kind of music can still be produced in 2021, and that is phenomenal. I think Led Zeppelin even has great things to say about Greta Van Fleet themselves, so... Literally anything by them would work. And then the next song I'm going to suggest is going to be One by Metallica. Now, this Metallica is so much different from Greta Van Fleet, but they are a rock band. And when I think of songs about war, this is like the first song that comes to mind. And I remember watching this music video when I was like in late middle school, early high school, when I had my kind of like classic rock slash Nirvana slash Metallica face. I watched this music video and I was literally scarred for life about war. I was like, oh my gosh. But rock is always has kind of like this narrative for love and peace and anti-war, which I always thought was super interesting. Obviously, Metallica is heavier than Greta Van Fleet because Metallica, but because of the war and kind of like Sorrows of Earth theme from this song, I thought this song would be a good follow-up as well. And then the last similar song today is going to be Peace of My Heart by Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin literally combines the rock genre and folk genre beautifully, and that is very similar to what Greta Van Fleet does. I'm sure Greta Van Fleet listen to Janis Joplin and are very much influenced by her too. They just have a very same vibe and this song by Janis is her biggest song and it is a classic as well and if you haven't heard it you just have to hear it. That's kind of like the thing. So Greta Van Fleet is an amazing rock band and it really does impress me that they are so young and they sound just so advanced in their music and in their field and especially in the rock 
genre. I am so excited for their future. I'm interested to see where the band goes from here, and I'm definitely going to be listening to more of their music, and you should be listening to more of their music too. The 70s rock vibes, killer vocals, and hippie message is why Heat Above is my song of the week. so much for listening to the 15th episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on most podcast platforms. If you want to keep up with the podcast, check out my Twitter below. And if you want more Song of the Week music in your life, check out the playlist I made linked below that will be updated with every new song covered on the show. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music. And don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye!